Hello and welcome once again to another episode of Headlines presented by the Coast News Group. It's Wednesday, October 28th. I'm Ryan Wolt recapping your North County San Diego news from the past few days. At the time of this recording, San Diego County has reported 55,210 total cases of COVID-19. That's an increase of 2,210 new cases since last week. There were 20 new coronavirus-related deaths in this week's report, increasing that total to 877. The county case rate has dropped back to 6.5, which keeps us below the threshold and maintaining our status quo for at least a few more weeks. Less than one week after fully reopening its schools, the Vista Unified School District reported a second COVID-19 case involving a Mission Vista High School student, which has led to the quarantine of about 150 students and four teachers. According to the district, it is unlikely the student came into close contact with all 150 students and four teachers, but they are proceeding with an abundance of caution and placing all of them on a 14-day quarantine and pivoting back to distance learning classes. Democratic Congressman Mike Levin, whose district includes portions of Orange and San Diego County, introduced federal legislation that would require the Nuclear Regulatory Commission to keep a resident inspector at nuclear power plants being decommissioned until all spent fuel is transferred, including from San Onofre's decommissioning nuclear generating station. The bill mirrors recommendations made by the Songs Task Force, convened by Levin in January of 2019. Two Democratic members of House from Orange County, Katie Porter and Harley Ruda, co-sponsored the bill. The San Dieguito Union High School District and the Teachers Union have been publicly clashing over reopening guidelines and in-person instructional models, causing frustration among families concerned with students' return to campuses. The Board of Directors reversed a recent decision to maintain virtual learning through January 2021 and adopted a resolution requiring all teachers to return to campus on October 29th with newly established guidelines such as requiring six feet of distance between educators and students and only a meter of distance between the student desks. Superintendent Dr. Robert Haley proposed middle school students gradually return to campuses. Under the proposal, distance learning does remain an option for those interested. However, the San Dieguito Faculty Association disagrees, claiming they did not agree to any of these changes prior to their being announced. Duncan Brown, president of the SDFA, said historically the association has had a positive relationship with the district, collaborating on a level uncommon in other districts. But that relationship has deteriorated in recent months. In the aftermath of the recent disagreements between the SDFA and the district, families both in support and against returning to in-person instruction have expressed confusion and frustration with the situation. California restaurant owners from across the state, including San Diego County, filed government claims today seeking refunds of state and local fees assessed during the COVID-19 pandemic, saying public health orders have forced them to shutter their doors or operate under capacity restrictions even as they're charged fees for liquor licenses, health permits, and tourism assessments. The claims were filed in San Diego, Los Angeles, Orange, Sacramento, and Monterey counties. Additional claims will also be filed in San Francisco, Fresno, and Placer counties. The state has 45 days to respond to the claims, which are necessary precursors to a potential class action lawsuit. And now, a quick word about a new podcast coming to the Coast News. Hi, I'm Ryan Wolt, host of the Roast West Coast podcast. Ever wonder what a flat white was? Or if the ratio of coffee beans to water matters? How about the difference between washed and unwashed coffee beans? If so, be sure to subscribe to the Roast West Coast podcast on your favorite podcast platform. We can learn all about coffee and explore the origin stories of some of the best coffee roasters in North County, San Diego together. Details and links to your favorite podcast platforms available now at onewildlifeco.com backslash podcasts.
And we're back. The Vista Unified School District is facing school bond shortfalls. Dozens of projects are in jeopardy after they discovered underestimated cost projections associated with Measure LL, the $247 million school bond passed in 2018. Vista Board of Education President Rosemary Smith said a former employee charged with calculating those project costs undershot the estimates leaving the board and district with some difficult decisions in the coming months as the new cost projections are running millions of dollars more than originally estimated. The bond outlines upgrades and improvements over five phases through 2035, including several projects to build permanent structures at several campuses. The district has already completed four of those projects, and at least $22.5 million in bond funds have been committed as of August. Of the current projects completed, the district came in at or below those estimates, except for the Vista Magnet Middle School Pool. An increase in materials costs during COVID-19 is also causing cost overruns. The Del Mar City Council unanimously took steps to avert punitive actions by the state government, despite protracted disagreements about bringing local land use policies into compliance with state affordable housing laws. The state's Department of Housing and Community Development cautioned in a letter that the city's housing element, a chapter of their community plan or general plan, no longer substantially complies with state requirements. They gave the city until the end of the month to respond. Continued noncompliance could result in various consequences, including the state overriding local land use authority. Find more details on how the city of Del Mar plans to avoid those consequences consequences on thecoastnews.com. A report from UC San Diego evaluating the efficacy of climate action plans of the United States' 100 largest cities found that San Diego and other California cities are still leading the fight, but are falling short of their overall goals. The report, published by the Brookings Institute, finds the leadership of these municipalities stands as an important counter to the federal government's rollback of climate policies and our departure from the Paris Agreement. Despite genuine achievements in some communities, roughly two-thirds of cities are currently lagging in their targeted emission levels, and on average, all cities in the report need to cut their annual emissions by 64 percent by 2050 in order to reach their respective goals. The Coast News would like to shout out 12-year-old third-degree black belt and martial arts prodigy Channa Zaytoun of Solana Beach. Channa, who began her martial arts training at the age of two, is an 11-time American Taekwondo Association world champion and six-time Pan American title holder. By the age of four, she had become the youngest three-time California state champion in ATA martial arts. Earlier this year, she received a Global Child Prodigy Award in the sports and martial arts category from Nobel Peace Laureate Kailash Sadiarthi in New Delhi. Today, 12-year-old Channa is a junior instructor at Church's Martial Arts in Encinitas and Carmel Valley. But as a toddler, martial arts wasn't necessarily her first choice. Channa said, quote, I first started off with dance, but it wasn't my jam. I cried every time I went and I didn't like it. Luckily, there was a Taekwondo studio across the street. Finally, if you haven't been paying attention, there is an election coming up. More than 725,000 San Diego County voters have already cast their ballots, about 435,000 more than at the same time for the 2016 election. Voters can return their marked ballot in a prepaid postage envelope to any U.S. Postal Service office or collection box. Ballots received by the Registrar's Office this week should be processed in time for the first release of election night results which are posted shortly after 8 p.m. on Tuesday of next week. If you're looking for a ballot drop-off box, 
or your voting location in San Diego County, go to sdvote.com. All of the information you need about in-person voting, dropping off a mail-in ballot, where to go, and what to expect can be found at sdvote.com. Those are the key Coast News headlines from the past week. Thanks to our great Coast News reporters, Lexi Broke, Jay Paris, Catherine Allen, Samantha Nelson, Dan Brendel, Steve Petersky, Caitlin Steinberg, and Tigus Lane, whose stories we recap each week. You can find all of these stories and more on thecoastnews.com or pick up a copy of the Coast newspaper. You can find them all over North County. If you like this show and you want to hear more podcasts from the Coast News, please help support our programming by becoming a monthly supporter. Click the support link on the Coast News podcast directory or on anchor.fm. You can find links in this show's notes. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and reviewing the show. This episode of Headlines was produced and recorded by me, Ryan Wolt. Jordan Ingram is the editor-in-chief. The Coast News associate publisher is Chris Kidd, and our publisher is Jim Kidd. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check back every week on Wednesday morning for your local news headlines. <laughs>